This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Monday, January 4, 2021. Yeah, 2021, that's right. You know, many of us, including myself, are glad that 2020 is behind us, but that doesn't mean we've solved all the problems. We still have the same COVID problems. We're just in the process of solving those problems. We've got two vaccines approved, and I think a third one's going to be approved this in the next few weeks. Uh, you know, uh, I think, uh, what was it, AstraZeneca, yeah, that got approved in uh, the United Kingdom. I don't think we have approved here yet. So that's an, another one. Of course, we also have a new uh, virus strain that's showing up in America. It's spread pretty fast in England. And they say that the vaccine will will uh, will uh, prevent that one too, but who knows. So we still got some uncertainty out there. And certainly the market reacted poorly today. First day of the trading year after having record, pretty much record highs last week. So, you know, I don't think there's anything to be worried about it. We should expect a correction. We should. I expect it. I don't know how much it will be, but it'll be a decent correction. And I just think that the, we're overdue again for that another correction. You got to be prepared for the volatility because they always it always happens. It always happens. We've had a little bit more outsized volatility than we're used to in the last year or so, but it's still uh, it's a constant. You buy good, solid stocks. Don't worry or concern yourself with the volatility. If it does make you worry or if you do get frightened of the market, that means you have too much money exposed to the market. Use your exposure so you're comfortable. Okay? That's how you do it. So you learn how to do it. I'll help you with it. Today's trivia question concerns inflation. I've looked into it, and you will be surprised to learn how much inflation we've had by percentage since 1920. I've talked about it before, but I got a trivia question coming up halfway point of the program. I'm Steve Peasley, and today in, in, in this program and podcast, I will do my best to provide unbiased answers to your financial and investment questions. I know you want strategies to help you deal with volatility help you deal with you know your coverage your, your, the positions that you have uh, are you overexposed underexposed I know you want answers to those kinds of things I can help you 888-99 charter is our number 888-992-4278 market didn't do too good today Dow was down 382 NASDAQ down 190 and the S&P down 55 so it gave back a lot of um, 1% uh, or so uh, so that's that's a pretty good volatile day down. Okay? No, that's okay. It's, one day doesn't make a trend. Okay? One day doesn't do that. So, you can already hear that we have a busy day, as we always do. So, let's get started. Let's get right to our first caller. Uh, Hi, first time caller here. Thank you guys for your advice. I'm wondering what you think of the relatively new BlackRock ETFs, like BlackRock Future Health or BMED or BlackRock Future Tech, BFTR. Thank you. B-M-E-D, BlackRock Future Health, exchange-traded funds seeking investment results corresponding to the All-Country World Index. 
Well, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's brand new. We don't have any kind of. You just you're gonna have to go go by what's what what's in the uh, all country world index. So it's every stock market around the world. So is that where you want to be? That's a simple question. BFTR. What's that one? Let's see. That's BlackRock. Exchange traded funds seeking investment results corresponding to the Russell 2500 growth index. So it's checking the, the Russell 2500 growth index. There's nothing wrong with these. They're all brand new. They've been out only a few weeks. You know, more and more ETFs come out all the time. It, you know, it, and they keep slicing different parts of the market. But you just have to decide what parts of the market you want to be, what type of stocks you want to be, what sector, what market cap, what... You know, it, whatever it is that you're interested in that you think will work, you know, they're, they're going to keep slicing and dicing uh, the market until people, the demand goes away. So far, there isn't gone, hasn't gone away. So I really have no strong feelings either way on it. Just just two more ETFs, a different part of the markets. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. And for investors, the need to remain vigilant never ends. The New Year's here, and there will be many changes this year. So, you will naturally have finance and investment questions. You should. That's why I remind you, call our 24-hour listen line anytime you want. Seven days a week, always open. So, we go. Justin and I will provide unbiased answers on the podcast if you do leave a question. Now your participation is important. You can give us a call live, 888-99-CHART. Have you heard about Riskalyze? It's a brief question and answer form that you fill out online. Steve Peasley and Justin Klein will also get a copy of your responses. They can use the Riskalyze results to help you formulate a strategy that fits your investing risk tolerance. Learn more anytime and take the Riskalyze quiz at investtalk.com. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Okay, my focus point today, how to recover from a post-holiday financial hangover. In other words, did you spend too much money? What are you going to do about it? That's a, that's a danger every year for many, many people. Spend way too much money on the holidays. So, we're going to talk about that. Everybody goes over, not everybody, I don't. I never have. This is kind of cheap, I guess, I don't know. But, but most people do. Most of my family members do. But how to deal with it? I'm going to talk about that. We'll talk about that. Uh, did you hear that Tesla and other uh, electric vehicles had record sales this year? I think you're going to see that year after, year after year. I think that's kind of a, a, a thing that's going to happen consistently consistently from now on. I really do. Uh, let's see, what else do we want to talk about? Uh, there's many many things we could discuss. You know, most people have uh, resolutions. We can talk about New Year's resolutions be honest, I don't really believe in them. Why? Because no one, you know, people talk, but then they don't, they forget about it, don't even try it. Within a month, I think there was some stat, stat out that within a month, 90% of people forgot what even what the resolution was. So why, why, why have them? I, I think it sets yourself up for failure, and that's kind of a, 
you know, it's self-defeating in and of itself. So I, I don't, I don't do resolutions. I don't, never have. Um, just don't, because I don't really believe that they work. Now, if you want to exercise more in the new year, well, then just decide to exercise more in the new year. That's more of a question of, you know, uh, of just doing it, of, of not, don't make a resolution of it, just do it. Do it as part of your routine exercise. I got to exercise Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's what I exercise. I got to do it. That's just part of my routine. And it'll work. Anyway, so those are a few of the things we can talk about today. Okay. Um, okay. It's a new year, and I want to take a minute or two to make you aware of some of the benefits Justin Klein and I can offer our client investors through our company, KPP Financial. We are based in Irvine, California. Orange County, that's in Orange County, Southern California. Uh, and here on Invest Talk and at KPP Financial, we operate with a philosophy of independent thinking, share success, and this is very good for our listeners and clients. How do we implement that? Well, we provide unbiased guidance. We buy the same things as our clients. We call it parallel investing. We buy the same things, same price, same percentage as our clients for us, as we do for ourselves. Uh, so we're just watching everybody's portfolio. We like watching our own portfolio. Just how it is. Uh, we have different strategies and different risk tolerance. How much risk do you want to take? You know, uh, we'll try to set your risk tolerance to you. And we encourage you to let us take a look at your portfolios. We'll do a free portfolio assessment. We'll take a look at it. You don't, there's no obligation, of course. And we really will try to help you. You don't have to become a client just because we're looking at your portfolio. Not necessary. You can send us an email to investtalk.com. Go to investtalk.com, click on the contact us button and email directly to me or Justin. Um, and you can call our KPP offices as well, KPP Financial in Irvine, California. There's ob- no, obligation, no obligation, as I said. We can help you. We want to help you. So, as you probably know by now, I like to fit as many college questions in as I can. The number is 888-99-CHART. Hey, Justin, I'm calling up in regards to the new SPAC craze that's going on. I understand how they work in terms of their net asset value. You know, there's a very low risk if you enter in at net asset value. So if you get into these stocks early, your downside is pretty limited. So I was thinking, would you ever suggest if you were had a little riskier strategy going, would parking your savings account money or a down payment on a house into a SPAC at net asset value. So there's minimal downside risk, except for if the market crashes. You know, it's probably about 5 to 10% maybe of a downside risk. Would you think that's a viable strategy to park some savings money into some of these SPACs and let it sit for a little while? And then maybe have a strategy to exit at a certain percentage, maybe 20 to 30% once you get the initial pop. I just noticed these stocks are going a little bit crazy at the moment. I see a lot of people piling into them. And if you're able to get in early, you can actually make it before there's even a rumor started and get your 20 to 30%. So I know it's riskier. Um, I know facts are probably not a top of your list, but it's uh, an interesting thought that I had, and I was wondering what you thought about it. Hope to hear from you guys on the show. Love what you guys do. Thank you very much. Okay, he's talking about stacks, stocks, stacks, and I don't know what that is. I, I have never heard of it. So I, I can't answer his question. You know, there's so many different things out there, products that people, that different the institutions sell, that it's very difficult to keep track of it all. I, t- I think you keep it simple. 
no matter no matter what you're doing investing keep it simple so you understand exactly how it works and that's why i tell people just buy a group of stocks and understand what is a blue chip and what's what's more risky than what's a growth stock versus a momentum stock versus a value stock and just understand the basics and keep it simple if you don't want to do it don't want to do that kind of work about stocks then just buy an index buy several indexes indexing mean you know the S&P 500 or the Dow 30 or Russell 2000 and just just ride along with the index you'll be fine over time they work it's that simple okay Sorry, I couldn't answer your question. Okay, let's try another question. This came in from North Carolina. Hey, Steve and Justin. This is Darren in Charlotte, North Carolina. I uh, appreciate what you all do. I had a question for you about Occidental Petroleum, OXY. I had looked at it a month or so ago, and it was in the high teens and kind of out of sight, out of mind, and I, I just checked in on it, and now we're at like 1920 area. I'm wondering if I missed my opportunity to buy in or if you still see it as, as a good buy opportunity or – you think there might be a pullback and be a better chance to buy in than where it is now. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, it's OXY, everybody. Occidental Petroleum. Let me put this in some of my pieces of software. Okay, uh, they're, they're a big company, $16 billion, engaged in exploration and production in crude oil and natural gas worldwide. So this is a this is a play on a re, reflation, uh, re uh, growth of economic uh, activity around the world. Uh, they're losing $3.67 this year. Now I take that back. $3.67 in 2020 and $1.69 this year, 2021. So they've been hit pretty hard. It's a $17.45 stock and is at resistance. Between $17 and $20 is the pretty strong resistance for the stock bounced off at 20 back down it'll probably go back up to 40 when you know there's a better sign of a turnaround in the economy i do think it's going to go back up to 40 though i really do you just got to be patient you're listening to invest talk i'm steve peasley we made it uh, we made it through 2020 that was tough how about 2021 is it going to be better i think it will i think we have reasons to be optimistic However, through all the continuing uncertainty, we should remember that the task of building our financial freedom continues. Give me a call, 888-99-CHART. This is Invest Talk. The start of a new year promises many changes. For investors, the challenge will be how to stay focused on maintaining your assets while navigating market volatility. That's where Steve Peasley and Justin Klein can help. The phone lines are open and waiting for your questions now. 888-99-CHART. 888-992-4278. Let's talk to Owen in Cottonwood, California. Hi, Owen. How you doing? Uh, well, thank you. Thanks I am uh, calling to ask Go about ahead. TELUS Corporation Company, you lose ticker symbol TU. And uh, your opinion on it as a long-term investment, it has good dividend, good good earnings. And uh, from what I've read on the news and uh, from the analysis, it seems like a good long-term investment. You think uh, its price is a little too high? 
Okay, good call. Uh, Telus Corporation, TU, it's a Canadian provider of local exchange wireless internet and long distance services. It's a big company, $25 billion in size, has a really nice dividend, 4.8%. I actually think it will maintain that dividend. Uh, it, it was every year for umpteen million years, it's made well over a dollar a share. In 2020, it's going to make 84 cents. 2021, it's going to make 96 cents a share. So, two bad years, and probably based, you know, blame COVID. I assume on that. Uh, uh, they have a, a, they have a decent amount of debt, but it's a very strong company, uh, and you're, it, it it's at 19 dollars and 91 cents right now. And the five-year PE range is 10 to 17. So it's going to make 96 dollars, 96 cents. It's very close to its five-year high and a price compared to its P.E. ratio. I think it's justified at this point simply because I think the earnings are going to go back to in the $1.30, $1.40 range for the company, and then that will bring that P.E. back down. But general equity is very good at 17%. So it's hitting resistance now at 20 bucks. A lot of resistance right around $20. I would probably not buy it here. I'd wait for either a pullback, and I would like to see a pullback into about, you know, the eighteen fifty to eighteen seventy five dollar, eighteen seventy five. I think that would be a better purchase price, or a breakout above twenty, one or the other before I would buy it. You know, I want to see either a pullback or a breakout, and I would bet on the pullback. But Owen, I think it's a good solid type blue chip type company. And your dividend is probably secure. So, yeah, I, I can see you own that, owning that in your portfolio. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. My focus point today concerns this story, how to recover from a post-holiday holiday financial hangover. In other words, what do you do about all that debt you put on because of the holidays? What do you do about it? How do you address it? Okay, first of all, you got to admit that you spent too much money and you got to try to promise yourself you won't do that again but but you got to figure out how much you spent how much did you spend what's your credit card balance how much are you over leveraged i mean how much money do you owe figure that out first don't panic take some deep breaths it, you can handle this let's it's maybe a thousand two thousand three thousand i don't know what it is find out what it is once you know how much you have then you figure out a plan to start addressing it. What can you do to address it? Now, that plan could be as simple as I can pay this much money a month to bring that down for the next you know, year, to bring it down, okay? And then just don't do it next Christmas. Or it could be maybe you need to consolidate it, make one, get it all under one, one bill so you can address it that way. Or... If you can find zero credit card balances, maybe trade transfer those high credit card fees to a low credit card fee credit card. If you have a good enough credit, you can do that, and then start paying that off. You know, um, find you know maybe you have a zero balance left on certain credit cards, and others you have regular. Well, transfer all that balance to the zero one, so you don't pay. Try to get down your interest payments. And if worse comes to worse and your salary is not enough and you put too much debt on, get a second job. Work part-time something. Do something to make extra money to pay down that debt. I mean, if you do that, 
you'll be much more concerned about not getting into debt next time because you won't want to be working 24 hours a day just to pay off credit card debt. Learn to manage that debt, everybody. Most young people have this problem, getting too much in debt and can't don't know how to how to stay out of it. But with you guys listening to me, I want we want to do that. Stay out of debt. You want to get rid of all debt. That's your goal. Because when you get to toward retirement, you want to have the freedom not to have to work forever because you have debt that you got to pay. So, think about that. Okay? Um Anyways, that's our main, t- my, my, my main talking point today. Uh, you know, we come out every Friday with our premium newsletter, KPP premium newsletter. You know, Friday was off, so we didn't talk about it. But, you know, that comes out every Friday. If you're interested in the premium, KPP premium newsletter, I'd be happy to send you a copy. So send me an email, and I'll send you a, a sample. I'll send you last Friday's if you like. And then you can sign up for it, you know, for it comes out every Friday. After yeah, you know, after you take a look at it, I think it it really we talk about every week we talk about what's happening that week. Okay, I think it's really beneficial to a lot of people. So, after break, I will supply the answer to our trivia question. So, what is the trivia question? You've heard Justin and I talk about prospects of ever increasing inflation due to the skyrocketing national debt. So, if you spent one dollar on an item in 1965. How much is it now? That's going to be our, we'll be right back right after this. Let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language. Okay. Why? I mean, how would it come in handy? And where would you want to use it? Could it be that you have an upcoming international trip? Or maybe you want to connect with family members or friends from a different culture? I think you should know about Rosetta Stone. With millions of users, it's been the world's most trusted language learning program for 30 years. Rosetta Stone is available on your desktop or as an app with audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. It has a built-in, patented speech recognition engine called True Accent. So as you practice speaking, you'll get feedback on how well you pronounce words. With Rosetta Stone, you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. It's an intuitive process designed for long-term retention. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in your new language. Rosetta Stone is an amazing value, so your special skill set is within easy reach. You know you want to do this, so don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, InvestTalk listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com today. At this point, I think almost everyone has heard how generative AI promises to bring us to the next industrial revolution. AI is already shaping society with an impact on daily life that echoes the transformative significance of electricity or the internet. As we take steps to embrace the potential of generative AI, 
We need to remain vigilant with regard to its exploitability. This is where HackerOne comes in. HackerOne's AI Red Team addresses the novel challenges of AI safety and security for businesses that are launching new AI deployments. The HackerOne approach involves targeted offensive testing by harnessing the collective skills of ethical hackers who are proficient in AI and prompt hacking. In short, AI red teaming is the practice of stress testing AI models and deployments to make sure they can't be tricked into providing information beyond their intended use and that security flaws can't be exploited to access confidential data or systems. HackerOne seamlessly integrates with your existing tools to enhance communication and collaboration across development, security, and IT teams. So, stay ahead of the game in the battle against cyber threats with HackerOne's attack resistance platform. Learn more at HackerOne.com. That's H-A-C-K-E-R-O-N-E dot com hacker one dot com let's take a quick look at your financial to-do list at the top make that phone call to the invest talk anytime listener line steve peasley and justin klein will provide unbiased answers to your questions invest talk 888-99-CHART Okay, I had a trivia question for you. It kind of rushed a little bit, but I'll repeat it. Okay, uh, so if you spent $1 on an item in 1965, by the way, that's 55 years ago, after adjusting for inflation, what would that same item cost today? So remember, it's a dollar in 1965. How much today? It's no secret that the paper money you have in your wallet right now is consistently, constantly losing value. So what could you buy a dollar worth of 1955s? What would it cost today? $8.26. That's 726% inflation. Inflation. Now you know why Justin and I always encourage you to invest. We encourage you to invest in stocks. Why is that? Why do, why do we think that's a good place to be? Okay, I'll give you an example. And of course, each stock is different depending on which ones you buy and which ones you own. But let's go back for fun and just look at McDonald's. In 1965, McDonald's Corporation went public. Common shares were offered at $22.50 a share for McDonald's. A block of 100 McDonald's shares, that's $2,250 in 1965. That money became eventually worth $1.8 million by 2003 if you just held on to the stock. That was after 12 stock splits. And you would have, instead of 100 shares, you'd have 74,360 shares today. Now, if you cashed out that $1.8 million in 2003 to match its purchasing power today, you would need $2.54 million inflation-adjusted dollars, a 41% increase since 2003. But what's the lesson here? You need to be invested. You can beat inflation by being invested. How about a little bonus fact? If you purchase an item for a dollar nineteen twenty, one hundred years ago, that same item today would cost thirteen dollars. That's twelve hundred percent inflation between nineteen twenty and two thousand twenty. So that tells you the power of investing in stocks. They always beat inflation. 
always have. Problem is, is which stocks? We all know that, right? Which ones? Which ones? Because some beat it by a huge amount, and some stocks go bankrupt. So, let's take a live call from a loyal listener, Emilios in San Francisco. How you doing, Emilios? Well, sir, happy New Year to you and your loved ones. I wish thank you. you health. At thank this you very point. much. And, and uh, thank you for the knowledge. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I have uh, your opinion, as as I always appreciate it, for LYB, LYB, please? Okay, that's Lyondell Basel Industries, a Netherlands-based manufacturer of polypropylene compounds, polyvolines, polyurethane, <laughs> urethane, propylene, all that stuff, okay? Which I probably butchered the, the, what they were. Uh, it is a big company, you know, big cap, $30 billion in size. Uh, let's see. Let's see what did they do. Okay, they have money. They've always made money. They're very good at uh, very good at it. This year, of course, they're making much less money. Okay, they're going to make, four, in 2020, they're going to make $4.69 a share. Well, that's half of what it made the year before. So, and now, next year, it's going to bounce up to $7.50. So, it's going to recover. It's an $89 stock, and that tells you that the P.E. is going to be about 12 or so next year. And the range is 4 to 17. So, what I would do, I would wait for a bigger pullback. I, I think it's a great company. It pays you know, that huge dividend, I think, is safe because their cash flow is $14 a share. I think you're going to, when you have a pullback, that's when you buy this one, uh, Emilios. Wait for the pullback. I, I think you can get this thing in the high 70s. If you're lucky, you'll get it. Uh, you can get it in the low 70s. But I think that's an area that you want to be a buyer. Not here at 89 dollars. Okay. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. 888-99 chart. 888-992-4278. Okay. Uh, Tesla and EV vehicles are, have record sales this in 2020, but you could have said that in 2019 as well. And I think you're going to say it again 2021, this year. E, the electric vehicle phenomena is just going to continue to expand because it's got not only the, the, uh, the um, desirability of consumers who want it, but it also has a backing of government. Okay, the government is going to be pushing electric vehicles and going trying to constrain uh, internal combustion engine vehicles in one way, shape, or another. So you, you don't fight this trend, everybody. You, if you're an investor, you figure out, well, what, how can I benefit from this trend? What should I be investing in if electric vehicles are going to get more and more and more popular? Mind you... There's many. There's there's at least decade, maybe two decades away before electric vehicle is anywhere near dominant in the automobile place space. So don't think the internal combustion engine is just going to go away. That's not going to happen. Not. It's going to be a process. But just like I demonstrated in the trivia question with McDonald's. You gotta be. You gotta find what stocks are going to work, like a McDonald's did, and how long can I ride that ride? And you're looking for the ride that's for the next 20, 30 years, long-term stuff. That's what I'm thinking. 
Your questions are always an important part of the podcast. So let's go back to Invest Talk Voice Bank for a question that came in earlier from Ohio. Hi, my name is Nate. I'm in uh, Northwest Ohio. Calling in questioning a, a holding I have. Uh, it's called Otter Tail. O T T R is the ticker for it. Just kind of curious if that's something I should get into. I've already got 62 shares of it. Uh, I kind of just play around with this in my day trading account, um, but I'm thinking about it as a as a longer to mid range hold. Thanks for the further Okay, Otter Tail Corporation that provides electric utility services and has interests in plastics and manufacturing businesses. So, what's its what's its specialty? What does it what does it do? It kind of tells you it's a utility and it likes to mess around with plastics and manufacturing. So, we need to figure out what what kind of business model they are following here. Okay. Uh, Whatever they're doing, utilities is always a pretty stable uh, business. It's always going to make money, generally speaking. In 2018-19, they made $2.17. 2020, the estimate is $2.35. And then 2021, $2.48. So they have had a good history going all the way back to 2013 of making more money almost every year. So that's a good thing. So at two dollars and forty cents, the stock is at forty-one dollars. So you're taking take a look at a stock that's you know nineteen PE, eighteen, nineteen PE, and the five-year range is fifteen to twenty-seven. So it's at the low end of its range. Um, sales growth is only three percent in the most recent quarter. Uh, before that, a couple of quarters, three quarters in a row, they had shrinkage, and before that, just single-digit growth. So it's not a high flyer, high growth. And but it does pay a three and a half percent dividend. Doesn't have a lot of debt, so it's a good solid company. A good solid company. It's one point seven billion dollars. So it's not it's not a big company. It's not a mid cap. It's kind of on the small to mid cap range there, um, which is not a bad thing. So the company is a good solid company. I have no problem. The high uh, its stock has been as high as fifty seven dollars a share, and that was in two thousand nineteen. I can see it going back to that level in the, in the low mid-50s. Let's see that. That's what it's worth. Okay. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Okay, I'm Steve Peaser. You're listening to Invest Talk, and you are not alone. Now, as you might assume, the greatest number of our listeners are here in the United States, of course. But we get audience all over the world, and we do really appreciate it. Uh, we get Germany, Greece, Egypt, Cambodia, Mexico, it's amazing. I, I'm surprised we get people all over the world. So wherever you may be living, Justin and I want to thank you for downloading Invest Talk and also for telling your family and friends about us and about our free investing and financial podcasts. I do appreciate that. We really do. Any questions you have, financial, we'll be happy to answer no matter what part of the world that you're in. Okay? Uh, so you can send us an email. Or just call our 800 number. Outside the country, you're probably going to have to send us an email because our email number won't work outside the country, I don't think. So, and remember, uh, investtalk.com has a number of resources for you available. And I really would, you know, encourage you to go explore there. You can take our risk questionnaire, which, which gauges your risk tolerance, how much risk you want to take. And I'll respond. Every time, you do, everybody, every time somebody takes that, 
risk questionnaire, I respond to them. I do it and tell them a little bit about their their risk level. So be happy, uh, be like, I would love for you to take that risk question. It's very simple and very short. And of course, you're welcome to call our KPP financial office in Irvine, California. We will help you. We want to help you. We really do. For now, our phone lines are open, 888-99-CHART. InvestTalk is made possible by KPP Financial. InvestTalk hosts Steve Peasley and Justin Klein are the principals of KPP Financial, and they are independent financial advisors. This means they place their clients' interests ahead of the firm's. As part of that commitment, KPP Financial practices parallel investing, where Steve and Justin's accounts participate with client investments at equal prices and percentages. You can learn more about parallel investing and the other KPP Financial programs at investtalk.com. The phone lines are open. Steve and Justin welcome your questions. Call now, 888-99-CHART. Hi, Steve and Justin. My name is Ben out of Oregon. I love your podcast, and I have a question. I did something that you have told us not to in about every podcast, and that is I got emotional, and before the election, I took out quite a bit of my money in stocks and put it on the sidelines, specifically in the just the index S&P 500 and some other index funds. And I saw that there's a huge rally that following week and it's up, you know, 10, 12%. And I'm just wondering, I know it's a dollar cost value back in, but I know it's also at kind of its peak right now. And I don't know what to expect from the market in the next couple months. So I'm wondering how I can best get in. Do I wait for a, a big pullback like everyone was talking about or or do I just kind of dollar cost value in slowly? I really would like your expertise on this. So thank you very much, and I look forward to hearing your answer on the podcast. Well, since I believe we're due for a correction, uh, I would dollar cost average in slowly. I mean, it went down 1% today, right? 1% is nothing. A correction, a normal correction is 10%. 10%. We don't see that too often. Haven't seen one this year yet, but we saw a bear market in March of 35, 40% fall. That's not going to happen. But a 10% correction, I think, is in the cards, but it could be only 2 or 3%. See, no one really knows. So, what I would do is I would invest on any downstroke in the market, dollar cost average, okay, over the next couple, three months. I would do that. Because there's going to be huge spending coming from government this year. Uh, the market is overvalued based on its projections of earnings for 2020. But 2021 projections, hmm, depends on how strong the economy covers. You know, I, I think the market is overvalued, but it can stay overvalued because the economy is recovering. So I, I, it's impossible to guess. And you stick with the market. Again, take an example of uh, the McDonald's. If you have good, solid companies that are growing over time, they don't have to be growing 50%, 60% a year. They can grow 5% a year. Just keep them, hold on to them, buy them at good prices when they have value, and then just hold on to them. You can even do that with the indexes. Just hold on to them over a long period of time. That doesn't mean you never cut back or you never, you know, 
rebalance. Yeah, you do all that. But basically, just stay with the market. Okay? Not sure, but I think I could squeeze in another call, quick question. 888-99-CHART. Let's try it. Hi, this is Ryan from Wisconsin. I have a question about DoorDash, ticker D-A-S-H. Obviously, last week, it was a highly profiled IPO, and the price kind of shot up. But this type of business model has never been able to show that it that can make money. And I was wondering if this was a good opportunity to short the stock. I'll listen for your opinion. Thank you. Yeah, it's selling for a dollar, $139 a share. Uh, maybe make 28 cents this year after losing money for three years in a row. Uh, it's growing real fast, but this is, you know, Provides restaurant food delivery services via online and mobile application across U.S., Canada, and Australia. Had great sales this year, but that's probably because of COVID. And I, I'm thinking, I mean, it got as high as $180, $190? Come on. Now it's $139. Way, way overvalued. Wait, I, yeah, I would, I would never buy it long. I would rather short it. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. We have one goal here to help you achieve financial freedom. And our work will continue after this break. So get your questions in now. 888 99 Charts. This is Invest Talk. Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Is it delivering the types of gains you want and need to achieve financial freedom? Well, turn up the volume because there are many questions that deserve unbiased answers. And Steve Peasley is here now, ready to take your calls live. 888-99-CHART. 888-99-CHART. We're going to talk to Edgar in San Diego who wants to talk about ExxonMobil. Edgar. Hey, Steve. Thank you so much. Thank you Thanks for the call. Good year to you. Uh, I was wondering about the mobile. Boy, you got a bad connection here. What do I think about ExxonMobil? Uh, what do I think about ExxonMobil? I, you know, I happen to own ExxonMobil and a number of our managed accounts. Engage exploration, production, transportation, and sale of crude oil and natural gas worldwide. Did you know they're the largest natural gas provider in the United States? Kind of like that. They're a $175 billion company. Now, people are going to say, well, wait a minute. What about e uh, electric vehicles? Won't that destroy their business model? Not necessarily. It certainly will hurt, but it's going to take a long time before that happens. They are going to make $1.62 this year. They lost $0.36 cents a share last year. The stock is at $41.50. Do you know the lowest it's been in the last 10 years besides this year? The lowest it's ever been was $64 a share. This year is 41 right now. So I think it's going to recover. It pays an 8.4% dividend right now. has $6.76 per share cash flow. So I think they'll continue to pay the dividend. It's a question of oil prices. Do you think oil prices are going to recover? I do. I think they're not, you know, I think they're not going to go lower. I think we're going to look between look at 40-60 a barrel this year. Uh, and if that's the case, remember they got down to $19 a barrel last year. Do you remember that? 
spiked down to that and recovered. So I think it's a good, solid, blue-chip company that's underpriced, okay, underpriced, because it's probably going to return to its ways of making 3 and $4 a share by 2022. It's all about COVID, right? All about COVID. Do we have a vaccine? Will it, will it recover the world economy? And the answer to me is yes. It might take months and months and months, but it's going to happen. And then that means a lot of these stocks are underpriced or got beat up. They'll, they'll recover. Might take a little while. Edgar, so I like ExxonMobil, just so you know. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Did you see the, uh, the construction spending surge in November? Okay, and it was due to the new home demand. So builders have to put more houses on the market. And so they make, they're making a big effort. It was up nine-tenths of a percent for November. It was up 1.1% in October. And this is all about the housing market, basically about this construction boom going on. I mean, this uh, built, the spending on new homes has gone up 16.2% in the past year. And you know prices have gone up. So it's, it's, it's just going it, to... It's hard for me to see this construction boom slow down anytime soon. Why? Interest rates are very low, mortgage rates are very low, and they're going to stay low. Prices are high, I grant you that. But there is a move to get out of urban areas. And I think that's going to be permanent for the foreseeable future. Before, before the riots of last year and, the, and COVID, everybody loved moving into the big cities because that's where all the action is and the younger people were getting involved. Now you have those millennials moving out of those areas, starting families and going to the suburbs. And people are moving out of the suburbs for a perception of more safety there. Well, probably is more safe out in the suburbs than it is in the city anyways. But now the city seems to be dangerous. Okay? You have COVID, COVID in the city, and you have people rioting at night, and you're seeing that in the news at night. Whether it's how widespread or not, doesn't matter. It's perceived to be a dangerous place. People move out. That's what I see. I think that's going to continue. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Invest Talk program, everybody. Justin Klein and I thank you for listening and encourage you to tell your friends and family members about our pro- po- program and podcast. We post new programs in weekday, shortly after the end of our live stream podcast, so, and, which includes a 5 p.m. specific time. That's, we, we go live 4 to 5 every day, Monday through Friday. So please tell your friends about it. You can download it from iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or InvestTalk.com. And you can call anytime with questions, everybody. 888-99-CHART is our number. You can call anytime as long as it's a financial question. We'll answer it. And remember, independent thinking and shared success, and that is our philosophy, and have a great night, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, It's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. 
Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART.